Gotham Sound is your one-stop audio solution for microphones, mixers, recorders, podcasting, and wireless. Whether you're looking to rent or buy sound equipment, are working at a church, feature film, a television show, podcast, theater, or a student project, Gotham Sound is here to serve you. With a huge selection of new and used gear, it's your first stop before you buy. Gotham Sound has the pro audio you need to make your project sound true professional. Gotham has been around for 18 years perfecting pro audio. Visit us at GothamSound.com. Tribe Signs was designed in 2010. We started operations as home and office solutions specialists and have since established ourselves as a trusted brand all over the world. We have worked with some of the world's best designers and manufacturers to bring a curated selection of beautiful furniture to thousands of happy customers across America. Visit us at tribesigns.com. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. Paul Hellman is our special guest. He's got a book, You've Got Eight Seconds, Communication Secrets for a Distracted World. Boy, do we need this book. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Michael. I've been looking forward to being with you. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit North-America Beardynamic.com and by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. So this book has everyone laughing at the same time that we take it seriously. Some people are crying when it comes to uh, communication, only because in the world that we're living in, it seems like most people can't get heard. It can get awfully frustrated, whether you're in business or just in this weird digital world that we're living in. So uh, tell us about your book and how it's been received. Yeah. So the title of the book, You've Got Eight Seconds, Communication Secrets for a Distracted World. Eight seconds comes from Microsoft Research. And this is alarming because according to the research, eight seconds is the new attention span. And what's really kind of disturbing about that is that goldfish have a nine-second attention span. So goldfish are beating us. And so the purpose of the book is to really help people 
and by giving some some real tools and techniques that are very practical and that that I've used and that I've advised executives and business professionals to use and that work. And because it's all about you can say something, but that doesn't mean in a distracted world that anybody is listening. So the right. question is, how do you cut through the clutter? Well, that's what makes the book so great because it's it's a for some it's easy. I mean, even these uh, uh, young uh, you know teenagers uh, in the YouTube world have figured out how to cut through the clutter and make millions of dollars, and others just can't get heard. And uh, some get it, and some don't. Your book is so you know it's so needed. Again, you've got eight seconds, Paul Hellman. So uh, where do we begin with the subject? Because. Uh, what is the, I guess, the number one question people ask you when it comes to this subject? How do I get heard? In the book, there are three major strategies. And let me just say what they are real fast. The first is focus. So one way to get heard is to speak with focus. Part of that is to say less. And we can we can talk about what that means. So focus is the first thing. The second thing is variety. I believe that as humans, we're just inclined to pay attention to anything in the environment that is different. So you can capture attention by being slightly different. And I'm using the word slightly deliberately because, of course, there are all sorts of outrageous things that you could do that would capture attention and be different or varied, but we don't want to put people at career risk. So how can you be slightly different? That's all about variety. And then the third strategy after focus and variety is this mysterious thing called presence. We listen to some people and we don't listen to others. And sometimes if you ask people, why are you listening to this person, but not to that person? They'll say, well, I don't know. There's just something about them and their presence. Mm. So we use that word, but we never define it. And in the book, what I've done is to try to operationalize presence by saying and listing and describing, here are 10 things, 10 specific things that contribute to other people perceiving you as somebody who has presence and therefore being more inclined to listen. All you have to do is, is look at the commercials today. And I get the feeling like something's wrong because they only give you maybe even two tenths of a second before they cut from one scene to the other. I mean, sometimes they go on YouTube and I'll, I'll look at uh, commercials from the 80s and how different everything was mainly because of our attention. You can't even have a normal movie today where there was dialogue. And now it's there's only a time for explosions. I sound like an old man, Paul, but do I have am I onto something? You're definitely onto something. And it's interesting that you talk about movies because I remember just a while ago, one Saturday night, my wife and I were really desperate to watch a movie on TV. So we we looked at the 10,000 things that were there and you know, most of them are really just awful. And we finally settled on a 1950s movie, uh, a very famous movie with Humphrey Bogart called African Queen. It's considered a classic. Humphrey Bogart won an Academy Award, but it was made in the 1950s. And I can tell you, Michael, I know in my gut, this is a really important, good movie, but it's almost unwatchable. And it's almost unwatchable because the pace, as you were just saying, the pace way back when is just so slow. And of course, now, some 70 years later, everything is fast, 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 right? I mean, it really is an eight-second world. I'm a communications consultant. I do about, I have about 12 different programs 
again, working uh, in companies with executives and business professionals. And one of the things I do is I help people on presentations. And I'm always telling people, practicing, rehearsing a presentation, do not be a 1950s movie. <laughs> and what is that? what that means, what that means very concretely is when people are giving a presentation, and this is all about, again, strategy number two, which is how can you be slightly different? When people open a presentation, they typically don't take advantage of the first 30 seconds. And those first 30 seconds are really important because that's when the audience decides, am I going to tune in or tune out? And so if you can do something in the first 30 seconds of a presentation that is slightly different, then you're much more likely to capture people's attention. You know, it's funny because going back to YouTube again, you look at someone like Johnny Carson, okay, who uh, compared to uh, today, I'm just saying the uh, interviewing skills, the interaction, uh, very different uh, than what you have uh, today, really listening to uh, the guest and so forth. Did you like him, by the way? Yes, I did. I was a huge Johnny Carson fan. You know, here's something interesting about Johnny Carson. He was the king of late night television for some 30 years, as you know. And the people that followed him, the Jay Leno's and the David Letterman's and, and so forth, who had been on his show and considered that to be one of the highlights of their careers. Whenever they talked about Johnny Carson, they, they spoke of him like he was a deity. Anyway, Johnny Carson does The Tonight Show for 30 years, and then, then he retires. 10 years after retiring, he does an interview with Esquire magazine, and he says, it's been 10 years since I've done the show. I'm still getting nightmares. I tell that again when I'm when I'm working people with people on presentations and typically it's very common for people to have some kind of presentation anxiety. I often share that story and stories like that just to reassure people that the concern you have in speaking in public, the anxiety that you may feel does not have your name on it. It's just common to that space. It's hard to believe it's a, what is it, a second to death <laughs> when it comes to being uh, afraid of, of death and being afraid, uh, you know, getting up. And, you know, the older I get, the, you know, the more that I don't think people are paying attention. I think people are really more on your side. They're more apt to give you a chance, you know, and to listen uh, when you get up there. You know, we think everyone's out to get us and judge us. But, uh, you know, I think people are are forgiving at the beginning. But. Uh, we've got Paul Hellman here, and he's our special guest. His book is called You've Got Eight Seconds, Communication Secrets for Distracted World. And just so you know, companies hire Paul to get faster results from uh, presentations, meetings, and even emails. And his book, You've Got Eight Seconds, uh, his columns have appeared in leading magazines, uh, newspapers like the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, CNBC.com, and wow, over like 100 of his fast tips as well, and commentaries on public radio and television. You've done a lot, Paul. How would you describe your book? It seems like it's it's a great reference book, too, that uh, you know, anything, if, if you're in a bind and you've got uh, Paul Hellman's book in your hand, you've got eight seconds, you could just like turn to any particular uh, section of communication and get what you're looking for. Thank you for saying that, Michael. The book has has done really well. It's It's been translated into multiple languages. It's been chosen as a book of the month by a Fortune 50 company and so forth. And it's got a lot of very positive reviews on Amazon. My two favorite things that people say about this book is, number one, it's unlike any business book in that it is fun to read. 
since I've, I've been a management consultant for some 30 years, I've, re- I've read my share of business books, and they're typically just dry as dust. So this book is fun. My style is info humor. I believe that you should be able to put out information in an entertaining way. The second thing that, uh, that I like in terms of reviews and comments uh, is that people say the book models its message. So I am very aware in all things that I do that it is really an eight-second world, and you have to keep doing things, whether it's spoken or written word, you have to keep doing things to both capture and hold people's attention. So that's what this book does. Well, we want to talk about more. Paul Hellman, the book, you've got eight seconds. So uh, you want to learn about focus, a variety, presence. Those are three things and topics that Paul talks about. We're going to learn about communication right after this. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions, the ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. Start your fragrance line and make money with bostonperfumery.com. Design custom cologne or perfume using natural ingredients. Imagine 10% butterscotch, 20% sandalwood, and 70% vanilla dark. Choose any scents and any percentage from the Boston Perfumery Sun Chart, then name your custom fragrance. Visit bostonperfumery.com. Again, bostonperfumery.com. Everyone deserves a signature scent. And we're back with Paul Hellman and his book, You've Got Eight Seconds, Communication Secrets for a Distracted World. So, you know, here we have uh, our little toys, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, These are ways that we've been given to communicate with the world. And there's so many other, you know, apps and things. Some people, you know, it's like riding a bicycle. Others don't understand why it has to be this way. They have a, a steep learning curve. And... The telephone is no longer a means of communication, it seems. Are we wrong about that, Paul? What do we do? Yeah, I think we're we're absolutely right about that. I have to tell you, though, I think the old ways of communicating are not dead. And although I certainly in the last year during COVID, I've been on Zoom call after Zoom call after Zoom call like everybody else. You know, we've heard about Zoom fatigue. And it's kind of refreshing occasionally to have just straight up phone conversations with people in the same way that although we all rely on social media, a really underutilized method of communication is the letter, the old letter that you have to put a stamp on. (laughs) I go to the mailbox every day and most of it is just junk, junk, junk. And that's why if someone were to send a letter, let's say a handwritten letter, Maybe it's a thank you note. Maybe it's a quick note of appreciation from a manager to one of her direct reports. Those things really stand out. I can tell you, one of the workshops I do is around motivation and how to give feedback, right? That's a challenging conversation in and of itself. I typically ask people, how many of you feel that you have gotten really good, useful, constructive feedback? over the years. And very few hands go up. I've never been in an organization where people say, you know what, I have to leave because it's just one compliment after another. Mm -hmm. 
if a manager or even a colleague takes the time to write something out in a letter, or even I suppose an email would work, but to actually write something, just a quick note of appreciation, you can almost guarantee that the person receiving that will print it out, maybe put it on their refrigerator door and treasure it for a long, long time. I think there's opportunity. Yes, what you're saying is true, of course. The new media has overwhelmed old media, but that doesn't mean that old media still doesn't have utility. Well, and also, you know, just getting people's attention that uh, in the Twitter world that we live in, uh, it's it's happening fast. Uh, these types of communication, you know, happen fast. People have to put content out fast, say something fast. Do you have to, you know, keep up with the Joneses in this fast pace or, or can you just go at your own speed? Well, I think you can go at your own speed. And we go back to these strategies of being focused and being using variety to be slightly different and presence. I'll give you a quick example. Now that we're talking about social media, just think about LinkedIn. You probably, I'm imagining, Michael, uh, you probably get a lot of LinkedIn invitations, maybe daily. I'm guessing that most of them are plain vanilla. They say, please join my LinkedIn network, the default message. Yes. So again, how can you be slightly different? Well, again, if you just take a minute and personalize a LinkedIn invite, you will stand out. So there are little things like that that are not hard, not even time consuming, but make a difference. And again, differentiate you from everybody else. How in the world do we not talk about this subject before? I mean, as far as in, in people, in, this is the, the one way that we rely to communicate. And, you know, you work with talent agencies, businesses, uh, corporations. You work with everybody, okay? And uh, throughout our lives, are we foregoing leverage when it comes to financial gain even? Not really focusing in on our communication abilities. Uh, you know, do they focus on other things in school? And by the way, double question, how did you get into this field? Well, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a different answer than the one you probably expect. It actually started uh, with a girl in high school. I was one of those kids in high school that was really, really shy. And I had this, I had a crush on this girl for, oh, I, I you know, forever. And when I was a senior in high school, in our school, there was an opportunity if you wanted, as a senior, you could sign up to teach a class. And I had this wonderful English teacher, you know, one of these teachers that just really uh, you remember forever and ever. And so I asked if I could teach his English class. This girl that I had the crush on was in that class. You smooth operator, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the story doesn't actually end well, Michael. So I taught this class. I, can, I still remember actually what the class was about after all these years. And it was probably my the best, whatever it was, 45 minutes of high school, which may tell you how, how high school was not the best part of my life, but this was certainly the best 45 minutes. And at the end of it, a number of people from the class who were, you know, my age, including this girl, they all circled around to tell me how much they liked it. Actually, this girl that I had the crush on, there were there were so many people that came up that she lost patience. I was going to say I was waiting for I married that woman, but no, no I never. No, nope, not only did not not only did that not happen, nothing ever happened. I never I never went out with her. Nothing. Oh, so even goodness. to this day, she would. This would be a, if she heard this story. If she happens to be listening, this would be a complete uh, revelation. 
the teacher, uh, his name was Mr. Wolf. And so at the end of these 45 minutes, when everybody had left, uh, he and I sat down and he said, um, he just said some really complimentary things about me as a teacher. And so although I have, I've been a consultant for my whole career, I really think of myself more as a teacher and all the things that I do, whether it's workshops or keynote speaking or one-to-one coaching or the, the writing of books or the fast tips, I'm thinking of myself, how can I be of help? What information would be useful to other people? So to me, it's, it's all about teaching. And it started with that high school moment, the kind of double, the double thing that happened between the girl that I had the crush on that, that never gave me the feedback that I was hoping to get from her uh, and this teacher, Mr. Wolf. And you just opened up another form of communication is marriage and uh, and relationships and how we talk to one another. Uh, you know, you go to a, I guess, a marriage cancer, you have to learn all over again of what communication is. That's what makes your book so great, is that it, it takes a look at, at communication that we just take for granted and we learn to be better. Paul Hellman, his book, You've Got Eight Seconds, Communication Secrets for a Distracted World, you know, we learn how to communicate, Paul, but we don't seem to le- learn to communicate specifically for a distracted world, yet that's the world we live in. And that's why we get so frustrated that we're not being heard. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And it really is frustrating. And, you know, I think it used to be the case, Michael, that people would at least pretend to be paying attention. They might still be daydreaming or distracted. But now you can have a conversation with somebody, whether it's at home or at work, and the other person, without any embarrassment whatsoever, can be multitasking. They can be not even looking at you. They might be looking at their phone. That's disheartening. And this book is my attempt to remedy that by, by giving people, again, these very simple, very practical techniques for cutting through the clutter and making sure that they get heard. We want to come back and uh, final thoughts with Paul Hellman and his book, You've Got Eight Seconds, A Communication Secrets for a Distracted World. We'll be right back right after this. Since 2015, Autonomous is dedicated to building ergonomic office chairs and electric standing desks with the highest quality materials. The Autonomous product lineup began with the original office standing desk, the Smart Desk, and now spans several categories of smart ergonomic office tools and accessories, as well as new software solutions for modern hybrid work offices. All of our products are not just great looking and durable, but simple to use in order to unleash their full potential. Visit us at autonomous.ai and use code Messiah Radio for a 5% discount on your total order. Ocaso builds high-quality, extremely affordable action cameras that enable our customers to capture dynamic moments in life and share their world of difference. In less than nine years, Ocaso has become one of the leading action camera brands worldwide, with sales of over a half million units annually. There's a world out there to explore and enjoy while capturing every thrilling experience. Ocaso's mission is to inspire and empower more people to join, enjoy, capture, and share the fun of exciting outdoor sports. Visit acasotech.com. Okay, we want to talk about the transformational approach or what happens when someone gets Paul's book. You've got eight seconds. They go from a bad communicator to a good communicator. What are some of the transformational implications here and that you've noticed? This is why you're in business. You take great pride in people going from not so good communicators to excellent communicators. What's the secret? 
I don't think there's just one secret. And again, the way the way I've organized this book is here are these here are these three strategies: focus, variety, and presence. That again, based on decades of, of working with executives and business professionals, I know these strategies work. Uh, so, for example, if we were to just look at focus. The question here is every time you speak, and this doesn't have to be a presentation. You could be you could be just having a, a one-to-one conversation again at work or at home. But to focus your message means to get clear what's the single most important thing that I'm trying to say. So if the person or people that I'm talking with could only remember, out of all the things I'm going to say, if they could only remember one thing. Part of being a good communicator is knowing what's the one thing. I agree. And it's it's sad that we, I guess we don't realize that a lot of the things that we say are not that important or they're just not that interesting, you know? And so again, your book, You've Got Eight Seconds, that's what really makes it, it keys in on, on how to make it interesting, you know, because uh, we all want to be taken seriously when we say things and we feel offended, don't we? When, you know, people don't take us seriously they don't listen to what we say. It, it can actually, it, it could affect uh, socially, our confidence, our, our finances and so forth. Um, and also just the transformational impact, I'm sure. You know, a great speech, as you know, Paul, you know, through history is transformational. You know, it could change just your words can either arrest people's attention or it could snooze them off and they <laughs> it could be uh, a completely bored as well. Well, I think that's all true, of course. The other thing that I would add, though, I don't want people to be too concerned about trying to be interesting. I think that's a different deal. And one of the ways that you can keep people engaged, and this gets us again now to the second strategy, which is how can you be slightly different? In a world where everybody, in an eight-second world, where everybody is so distracted, one of the ways that you can be slightly different is by being a really good listener. Since everybody or most people are at best half listening, if you can be fully present when somebody is talking and just give them your complete 100% attention, that alone will stand, make you stand out. So I think this actually goes all the way back to Dale Carnegie, and I'm going to paraphrase something that I believe he said, uh, which is along the lines of, instead of worrying about being interesting, worry more about being interested. Again, that's a real total paraphrase, but I Mm. I think Dale Carnegie did say something like that. Well, I think about that young lady. She had eight seconds to listen to you. You could have been married to her, right? If uh, if she had eight of those eight seconds, but you, those eight seconds were meant for someone else. You, uh, yep. your whole life changed. Communication is is really important. And again, if you just mention just briefly all the different types of people or organizations in a nutshell that would benefit from your book, what would they be? I, I would actually have to think hard about who wouldn't benefit. I think it's anybody that who is concerned, again, whether it's at work or whether it's at home, at making sure that they are engaging with other people, that they're making a connection, that they're able to cut through, again, cut through the clutter, that they're able to capture and hold people's attention. The art of dialogue, the art of conversation, where you have a conversation with somebody and at the end of it, both people were not only engaged in the conversation, but came away from that conversation feeling closer, feeling more connected, mm. and feeling like they learned something. 
think about how uncommon that is. So it's with an email, it's the same issue, isn't it? It's how can you make sure somebody opens your email? How can you make sure somebody reads it? How can you make sure somebody responds? Because most of the people that I work with are getting several hundred emails a day. So it's the same, it's the same problem. We're in the information age yes. and everybody is just drowning in information. It's so true. And I thought about what you said about, you know, the mail that uh, legitimate uh, mail that you get a good uh, on good stock, if you will. And I just throw it away. It means nothing to me only because they, they didn't zero in on just that one thing, maybe that I could pay attention to. You know, I was actually distracted by too much information. So it's amazing when you talk to people, you decide, you know, again, in those eight seconds, are you going to read the email? Are you going to talk to them? Uh, what do you think of them? Uh, you know, our image how we come across. I mean, it's, there's a lot riding on this when you think about it. And, uh, but the most important thing from what I'm gathering from you is to how to humanize all this, you know, and that you could bring people together. You don't have to be somebody different. You just be yourself. It's called, you've got eight seconds, the book by Paul Hellman, communication secrets for a distracted world. Just uh, so you know, Paul Hellman, he's appeared in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, Boston Globe. We appreciate all the, the work that went into this book. You've got eight seconds. Paul Hellman, thank you for being on the program. My pleasure, Michael. Thank you for having me. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice. Total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.